Good afternoon and welcome to Markets at Midday. It's Harry here for Market Matters on Wednesday, the 14th of September. It's a pretty poor session for the Aussie market, as expected, on the back of a weak night overnight in the US. NASDAQ trading down about 5% um, there, and that's flowed through to selling on the Aussie market. ASX is down 184 points. It's down 2.63% to 68.25. We have been as low as 68.08, um, but um, yeah, chopping around there. So we haven't, haven't really bounced out of that low uh, too aggressively uh, on a pretty weak session. The small cap index is down 3.14% as well. So smalls also feeling the pinch and a little bit harder than the big caps at the moment. In terms of the sectors, obviously all sectors in the red. Utilities down 1.37%. Energy is down 1.6%. The worst two sectors are, are real estate, which is down almost 4%. And tech is down 3.84%. The hottest stocks on the market, there's only two trading in the green. Uh, computer share, CPU is up 0.41%. ResMed, RMD up 0.2%. AVX and ALX are both in trading holding their flat today. So that's the best of the stocks and you can't even buy two of them. The weakest three stocks at the moment, Lake Resources, LKE is down 12.4%. Uh, Clinavel CUV down 11.19% and Megaport MP1 down at 9.21%. We'll talk about something that's come out with some good news today. I've Group IGL is up 7.89%. We've owned it across a few portfolios in the past. They've completed the acquisition of um, the printing and finishing assets from Avato out of the administration. So Avato was there. Key, um, key competitor in a few of their segments. Uh, they went into administration a few months ago. IGL's uh, sort of nipping at the heels of that one and, and seeing if they can collect up some of their assets. They're going to pay $18 million um, for, for those assets plus an additional $22 million for integration and capital spend on the back of the, that one. Uh, they expect it to be 27% EBITDA accretive uh, once fully integrated. Uh, generating $160 million in revenue and $28 million in EBITDA. It's an 18-month project to integrate these assets. Could be 40% accretive if they can uh, EPS of the EPS line, if they can uh, if they can pull it all off in line with what they're expecting. It's a pretty big win for these guys. They're picking up an asset pretty cheap. Will cost them a little bit to integrate it, but obviously out of administration, uh, if they can get these assets back on their feet, um, they'll have a lot of competing customers and, and um, they should have a lot of you know, vertical sort of integration in that business as well, which will help with their costs going forward. Uh, but it looks like a really good deal. I've Group have the balance sheet to to uh, get this one away. They don't need a raise or anything like that. They will probably squeeze their uh, debt ratios a little bit. But if you can see, you know, that accretion coming through reasonably quickly, uh, that shouldn't be an issue moving forward as well. Lake Resources, LKS, the worst performer on the ASX 200 at the moment, down over 12%. Their catchy project, um, they're in a dispute with Lilac over the pilot program that's underway there. Lilac had the opportunity to earn up to 25% of the project if certain criteria met. That was 1,000 hours um, of operations and um, 2,500 kilograms of lithium carbonate produced um, to, to sort of meet that agreement. However, Lake's arguing that needed to be completed by 30th of September. Lilac's arguing that's 30 November. So pretty big discrepancy there, two months worth of work that Lilac thought they had um, up their sleeve. Um, mediation will get underway. It doesn't serve anyone to drag this process out, but it is a pretty messy update from, from Lake. Um, obviously, part of that lithium trade at the moment, Lake's done really, really well on the back of it. Um, some issues around these assets really weighed on the share price today. 
Have a look at Asia markets now. Japan's Nikkei is down 2.16%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng is down 2.3%. So doing a little bit better than our market, as you probably expect. We're a little bit more linked to how the US trades than, uh, than other Asian markets. US futures are actually up a little bit. S&P futures up 0.2%, uh, as are NASDAQ and Dow futures as well, all pretty much in line there. In the uh, overnight markets tonight, they'll have UK inflation expected to be 10.6% year on year. That's up from 10.1%. Uh, the core number is expected at 6.4%. That was 6.2% year on year at the last print. So um, some pretty big inflation numbers tonight as well. Won't move the dial as much as the US did overnight, though. Obviously, that was a really um, you know, massive inflation number. Um, their market was not expecting that, and that's really caught it off guard. We've seen bond yields rally on the back of that, um, and that's weighing on asset prices today. Um, at the moment, though, you know we've, we've run up really strongly into today's weakness as well. So, giving back some of uh, sort of last four, four or five sessions gains. Uh, we had a pretty weak Wednesday last week, and and since then we've rallied out of that to, to crack above seven thousand. Obviously, given that it back again today, um, but overall, like. Yeah, I, I don't think it really changes the medium or longer term outlook. Um, if uh, if markets can get a handle on these interest rate hikes, I think they will they will start to ease. Everyone's sort of saying that they're going to start to ease at some point, and um, that will turn uh, again while well, a bit of a headwind into maybe a tailwind, if not no wind. Um, it's about how that inflation comes down and whether that leads to a recession. So we just need to continue to see economic growth um, at this stage in the cycle. But for now, that's all for Markets at Midday today for your Wednesday. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day and uh, look out for the afternoon report as always.